back to another episode. Uh, this is with Ari. She does automation. She's a mom. She does like marketing. I don't know. She just does a lot of really cool shit um, to be her age, to be a mom. Like, I don't know how she does it because I wouldn't do it, to be quite honest. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy. And I'm sorry if my questions um, aren't deep enough. Ari is very direct. And that's actually one of the things I really appreciate about her. So enjoy. All right. So welcome to, I guess, the last guest episode. Yeah, you're the last guest of the season. Uh, mostly because I lost some audio for one of the episodes. But uh, I don't introduce people in real life. So you have to introduce yourself. <laughs> All right. My name is Ari, and God, what would you say that I do? Um, I guess I fix a lot of things in businesses, but right now my focus is email marketing, automations, and funnels, and then um, oddly enough, I've been helping real estate investors scale their businesses and get systemized and stuff, so that's what I've been working on lately. Cool. So... Let's start with the marketing portion. I know you talk about it a lot on Twitter, but if people haven't found you on Twitter yet, how did you get into that? Uh, how did I get into marketing? Yeah. Yeah, um, so I worked for a tech company as their customer support person, and they the company was like good at marketing, but they wouldn't teach me. And like, you know, they asked like, how do you wanna grow? What do you wanna do? And I was like, I wanna learn marketing. And they would not teach me, right? So eventually I left the company and I was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to learn marketing on my own. Like, you know, those guys suck. <laughs> and so um, I like I read every book I could possibly like afford and get my hands on. Um, I took I bought courses like with my own money. I uh, paid attention to like people's funnels and stuff. And so, um, you know, eventually I got. I was preparing, 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 and I eventually got an opportunity um, to, um, what do you call it? I got an opportunity to use that marketing knowledge, and that's how I got into project management for uh, launching online courses. Cool. Um, so for people that don't know, you want to explain what a funnel is? Yes. Um, a funnel is basically a series of steps and actions you have someone take to either, to, to do something, right? So um, an example of a funnel is you have a freebie, like a free PDF or ebook. Someone signs up for that. They enter your email address, right? And that's probably the most like simple two-step funnel there is. It can get more advanced from that as far as like sending automated emails for people to, um, you know, buy things from you or join your weekly email list such and such but that is the basics of a funnel cool so you went from learning marketing to project management um how many of those marketing skills overlapped or did you just kind of like jump into project management full force well so i was working for um a digital publishing startup and it was chaotic and crazy and i started as just like documenting their systems and then they threw me onto a project because I was good at like organizing details. I was using Asana. They saw how like I was setting up my own workflow. And so, and then they realized that, you know, I knew 
some marketing and about funnels. So they had me manage one client's project. I did better than everyone on their team and like every senior project manager they had. So they immediately bumped me up to a senior project manager. And I went from like, you know, documenting systems and um, working with one client to having like six to eight clients at one time launching things, right? Um, so, you know, that's how, um, that's how I got into, you know, the project management side and the marketing. Um, and I, I think that they gave me so much responsibility so soon because I had both sets of skills, right? So you don't necessarily need one or the other to do well, but if you stack, you know, your skill sets like I did, you'll see, you know, progress or like clients and stuff or be able to charge more a lot faster. Cool. So other than like outpacing everybody else in the office, <laughs> what else made you want to like branch out to do your own thing? Or did you stay with this company the entire time? No. So I stayed with this company until I had Silas and then I like did not come back. I told them I wasn't coming back. I wasn't interested. It was so chaotic and unhealthy and the environment was just intense and crazy. And the owner like was not fun to work with at all. Like he'd make us do like all, I was pregnant working like 80 hours a week, you know, at minimum. And so, and then like, he wouldn't like pay our invoices on time. And like, it was just crazy. Like the things you allow yourself to go through are nuts. So I decided not to go back and I branched out. And for a long time, I just, you know, I always kept like a minimum of three clients and I grew I grew out of doing like VA stuff completely, virtual assistant stuff, and solely focused on project management for launches. And that's when things like really started taking off for me. Oh, that's dope. So like, did Twitter play a part in any of this? You know, like everyone says you gotta be on Twitter uh, to build a network. Were you Uh, on Twitter at the time? No, I wasn't on Twitter at the time. So I made a Twitter account in 2012 and I didn't start using Twitter until the end of 2018, so maybe like October, November of 2018, and um, you know, I, I I got started as a virtual assistant by go like paying to go to an event. I paid like a hundred bucks. I went to this event, and that's how I met like you know my first clients. And then from there, you know, for the five years that I was doing, you know, in the digital marketing world. Um, I, all my business came from word of mouth referrals, right? Uh, so I never did like any marketing. I wasn't on Twitter. I didn't use social media a lot. If I did, I was like posting the baby. Um, Twitter didn't come into effect until I decided I wanted to retire and sold, you know, the business and then, you know, started doing other things. So Twitter has been part of my journey, but more so after I left marketing, not, you know, to help me kick off marketing. Got you. So, can you talk a little bit about why you wanted to retire? Um, it sounded stressful as hell, but other than that, is there any other reason you wanted to leave? Yeah, so I got to a point where I was being made a lot of, like, promises that weren't being kept and fulfilled. And I just, like, didn't feel... Sorry. <clears throat> I didn't feel respected, you know, as a team member and, like, for my skill set and knowledge. And I was making, you know, clients like hundreds of thousands of dollars every few months, you know, between like 30,000 to $300,000, depending on like what our budget was. Right. And I was, 
I was holding the bulk of the launch and like helping create the email campaigns, the landing pages, directing the sales pages, you know? So, you know, and then like, there's a lot of mistreatment in the industry also. Like uh, people are just, they can be like verbally and emotionally abusive. And you, when you build a business model around having to put up a lot of money up front with no guarantee that it's gonna pay off and then you have thousands of dollars of payroll each month, right? And like you're creating content and all this, it's like a recipe to be an asshole, right? <laughs> well, I just got tired of, you know, being treated like shit because people were constantly putting themselves in asshole mode, right? So, you know, I was done. Like when a client like, you know, yelled at me for something that we didn't even agree to do and they just thought like I could read their mind and I was, you know, I was like, fuck this shit, I'm done. I'm, I'm over this that's fair yeah I, I think I also would have gotten out of that yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> as you like got out of marketing you kind of you do some tech stuff now you talk about automation and systems and you mentioned like you're helping with real estate in some way shape or form has Twitter helped shape like this new career trajectory yes yeah, how you say it yeah. <laughs> or it has like it been just being a mother and like just knowing you have to grind because you got like another mini human to take care of you know i think it's a combination of both but i think twitter um has given me some like leeway right and being able to figure things out um it's given me some playroom but twitter's definitely connected me to like some of even like people were like my best friends now that i would consider best friends right and like it's connected me to business partners like if i needed like capital for anything i was working on i have access to that um you know i've been approached for deals and partnerships and so um you know it's definitely not just a social media app by any means it's definitely like a networking and i would even say a dating app <laughs> you know but it's been great as far i would as not that. recommend dating at all don't it's been great as far as like building an audience building an email list making offers and you know figuring out what my next steps are going to be okay so i guess if we want to go back like a little bit throughout this process like, what is the best advice you've been given or have you been given any really good advice? Yeah, so the best advice I've been given actually comes from an ex of mine. And he, he told me two things. He said, um, never get into anything, whether it's like a business deal, a relationship, nothing, where you're not willing to walk away completely from it with nothing in return, right? And then he also told me, um, you know, don't, give your energy to anything. Don't give your time, your energy, your money to anything that's gonna disturb your peace, right? So those two things have been critical for me and how I move and how I operate and how I do things. Oh, pretty solid advice. <laughs> um, and also, I guess another question is, have you had any mentors through this entire process? Um, I know you said you paid to like go to that conference that kind of kicked everything off, but have you had any direct mentors that you can think of um not really like I have people that like I've had people where I could like go and ask questions but no, no one that's like 
I've never known what I wanted to do per se, right? I just sort of like go with the flow and like say yes to opportunities, right? So I haven't really sought out a mentor because, you know, how do I how do I get mentored when I don't even know what I want to do, right? <laughs> you know? So like as I as I've experimented or tried new things, I've had people that I could ask advice from, but it's been like one-off things, nothing like, you know, super structured or intense um I have had like mindset coaching I did that for two years where I paid a coach and worked with them you know every other week for two years to work on my mindset but um as as far as business I would I don't think you know I've had a a mentor per se it's weird (laughs) not really I mean it, it sounds like the I guess the common issue for everyone you start one thing but then you kind of never really know where you want to take it in the future right uh but given that like has being a mother impacted any of these things as well like when you're looking at even getting a mentor or new business opportunities do you kind of figure in like hey i'm a mom so like these things aren't gonna happen um as far as like business partnerships and stuff like everyone's very cool with me being a mom with like Silas jumping in and interrupting on calls like a few of my business partners are um like their parents also right so like they get it they understand um just you know as like as I operate as a mother outside of even business just in general like I don't I don't want to be stressed out I don't I choose not to be stressed out as much as possible right And so for me, that means like outsourcing a lot of things, having help with a nanny, you know, just a couple hours a week, you know, it's not like full time overnight, 24 seven. And, you know, just, you know, being flexible, you know, like anyone I work with, anyone I do a consult call with, whatever, they know that I'm a mother before anything and my child comes first and no one's had, you know, an issue with it. I think if anything, I've made it, I've helped to make it okay for other parents or like prospective parents, right? To see like, oh, like you can do both, you know, you can figure out what you want to do and have it design, you know, your life or your business the way that you want to. Sounds good. (laughs) So, I mean, we got like the background stuff out of the way. So let's get into the good shit. All right. (laughs) All the stuff you do on Twitter. How do you balance, like, well, you're not an asshole until people piss you off, but, like, how do you balance, like, that side of you, like, the personal side versus, I guess, dropping gems is how everyone wants to put it? Mm -hmm. I honestly don't think about it too much, right? I I just kind of, like, post what I feel like posting when I feel like posting, and so, um, what month are we in? January, it was, like, mostly about content, right? And February, like, I was kind of fucking sick about talking about, you know, marketing and systems and shit. So I've just been having fun and, you know, being myself and riling people up with, you know, (laughs) talking about medium rare chicken. (laughs) And leg days. And and ranch belongs on everything. So, um, you know, um, I, I don't. 
I'm not too strategic about it. It's more so like, what do I feel like talking about? What do I feel like doing? You know, there's always an opportunity to get on my email list where I sometimes talk about things, but like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, again, I'm not going to like stress myself out over, you know, social media and shit, you get, you know, like that's serious to me. All right. And speaking of social media, like how did you come up with the, the 30 days of threads, 30 days of lives? Um, I think you said it before on Twitter. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Um, so how did I do this? So, okay. I remember, I think this was back in like October or November of last year where, um, I just saw like a lot of complaining on the timeline and I just saw like black people can't do X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. And I just got tired of seeing like the complaining and shit. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to do a thread every day for 30 days and like, just create like good, valuable content for people to do stuff with. Cause I'm sick of seeing all this shit on my timeline. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's how it started. I just posted a thread a day and then, um, it, like it kind of like, I don't know, it took off a little bit. People got really into it and started joining me to do it and sharing my stuff a lot. And then I don't know how we got the bot. I might have hit you up for a bot and just been like, yo, can you make something? To oh, you mean peer pressured? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was how I, 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 I peer pressured you on the timeline. <laughs> And so, you know, like you made the bot and it just, you know, kind of does its own thing. And then, um, I completed that, which it felt really good to just finish that and do it and have like a bank of content just to send people to. Um, and so then I was like, all right, well, what's my next experiment going to be? And so from there I did like 30 days of lives. I don't think I finished it. I might have like five more videos to do, but I started losing my voice <laughs> and not feeling good. Um, so, you know, it just, that's, I just got irritated and was like, whatever, y'all are gonna complain. I'm not, this is what I'm gonna do to change it. So how do you balance that on social media? Like there's always gonna be a couple of negative people, but when you're, doing things that kind of like help the community with threads or lives how are you balancing um i guess blocking versus informing <laughs> um so i have my notification set up where if you don't follow me you don't have if you have a default picture if your email isn't um confirmed and if you're like a brand new account i can't even see your mentions right i can't see what you're tweeting to me it won't show up in my notifications. That's helped a lot. Um, and then, you know, I block, I'm now at the point where it's like, if I feel like I'm gonna go back and forth and argue with somebody, I'm just gonna block them, right? I'm not interested in like arguing with you or hearing like a negative opinion. And so like, if you say something and just like energetically, I'm not vibing with it, I'm cool. You know, like you go harass somebody else, you deal with somebody else. Um, and there's been people who like, or like, they just tweet like, they'll tweet like homophobic things or sexist things or misogynistic things, right? And it'll somehow come up on my timeline. I'll just block you. Like, I'm not, I'm not down with that, you know? Um, so that, that's really how I like approach it and handle it. You know, it's, it's my profile, it's my rules and, you know, conduct yourself accordingly or lose access. 
fair. All right, and um, so let's talk about your website a little bit more as well. So, you have two, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. Okay, <laughs> so I know one is kind of tech focused, and one is kind of, I don't know, side hustle focused. Is that how you would describe it? Well, so there's my main website, arielhill.com, and that was when like I just threw something up when I was doing the project management stuff, right? That is just just there <laughs> you know you can't really do that. yeah there's you know there's not really much you can do there and then there's learnwithari.com which is like more so like tech and lifestyle and like side hustle focus those are the things that like i really talk about but i just needed a place to like put um content you know that questions people were asking me like you know how did i pass the aws ccp right i got a ton of people asking me so i just put up a blog post and now people can go there and read you know everything i would tell them right um or like you know people ask me for some reason all the time how do you transition into tech so i put a blog post together so i'm not it's not that like i'm super consistent with like just throwing up content there it's more so just housing like the main things I get asked. Got you. And I guess I can ask, do you consider yourself part of tech? Um, I guess so. Um, you know, it's weird to think, I, like, even though I'm not doing marketing, I'm doing marketing, right? I think every, like, I think I'm still going to get hit up for that, you know, regardless of what I say. Um, <laughs> I talk about it all the time. Um, I would say I'm in tech, yeah, because I handle, like, automations and email campaigns, so I'm more so in, like, the marketing aspect of tech and, like, the behind the scenes. I think when people say tech, they may automatically assume, like, development, and there are, you know, many different houses in tech, right? So, yeah, I guess so. All right, and, like, when it comes to doing tech um whatever flavor that is how has that impacted like your workflow and the systems that you were using previously has it like propelled them to be better um have you had to adjust a little bit so um a lot of the systems i used in like digital marketing and the tools actually translate very well over into tech right just like different outcomes right but like it's still the same tools that we're using um what really made me get my system shit together was pre-selling my course and having to teach people right so like i have i'm now taking everything i learned in digital marketing and launching and organizing it as i'm teaching people how to do it right so that's really been the thing that's like made me (laughs) get it together you know and be more like optimized and stuff Oh, do you want to, like, talk about what exactly your course covers? Oh, sure. Um, So my course is how to project manage any online course launch. And I am basically walking you through, like, over my shoulder, how to do strategy for a launch, how to build out different project plans for the styles of launches, how to onboard a client, how to handle, like, in the middle of the launch, Um, There's a few bonuses from friends of mine who, like, are going to share their ways of getting clients. Um, 
you know, what to do after the launch, how to, we just did a module on like how to build your website in Squarespace and like how to connect that to Calendly and Debsado and, you know, those automations. And so it's, you know, everything I did and how I handled clients and like my workflow as a project manager. So you're learning project management skills. And then you're also, and this, this is just for this run, right? You're also seeing how I pre-sold and I'm building and putting together the course and we'll launch it as well, right? So, um, you know, I tell them like when we get on, on, our, on our live calls, um, you know, open up Asana and do what I'm doing. You're gonna get the template, but like type with me, right? Do it with me so you guys can get a feel and some experience for doing this stuff. And I'm glad I'm doing it live so that I can like, I get like the questions and stuff from my students, right? Cause I was just gonna pre-record it and go. But now that I have their questions, when I go re-record, you know, it's gonna be a lot more informative and better, right? So yeah, that's basically what it is. Uh, so, wait, mostly cause I wanna know. Um, so you're gonna take like all these recordings and you're gonna redo them for like the final course? Yeah, yeah. Why are you doing this to yourself? <laughs> um, because like during class, Silas comes in and interrupts me a lot. And I don't, I didn't have like, I had a loose outline of things that I wanted to talk about, right? But like my students are helping me form the content. So, um, you know, it's just gonna be like more together and to the point um, when I re-record it. <laughs> Got you. All right. And so you speak a lot about like this community that you've built. What do you think was the hardest part of like getting to this point? Um, Cause you know, like rumors that people always like buy followers and stuff like that. But how did you navigate getting this organic community created? I've always just been myself. Like I did not care what people thought about me, right? Like I say crazy things, I say funny things and I am just who I am. And so I think by being myself and like having a personality and showcasing that and then also being helpful and answering questions and teaching people shit, um, you know, that's what really propelled my growth. And then with like anything, like I've been consistent, you know, I probably tweet every single day, right? Um, you know, and it's like, it's fun because I feel like I'm hanging out with my friends, you know, like the Twitter is how I met you even, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, I, I don't know how you feel, but I feel like we're pretty good friends at this point, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I've met you in person, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I feel like Twitter has been amazing in that aspect as far as like, I'm not, a, I'm not big on like going out and doing social things. I'm more of a homebody. And so I feel like I get that social interaction that humans need even if it's a little bit from twitter and it's just a bonus that like you know people fuck with what i have to say and they're supportive and like want to rock with me okay that's fair yeah i i would say like personality definitely translates <laughs> like from twitter <laughs> to real life so Cause I was definitely scared of meeting you the first time. Not even gonna lie. Everybody says they're so scared to meet me, and then they meet me. They're like, "You're so nice." I'm like, yeah. Fuck. I wasn't. <laughs> I didn't think you were gonna be mean or anything. I was just like, "Yeah, I probably like this. Is probably a, a picture that's not real or some shit." So 
she's probably not like a tall ice skin chick so i'm gonna get lost looking for like probably think like i'm extremely weird and then the whole like running away basically hiding from somebody i was like fuck this is an awkward situation <laughs> perfect for where we're at those are the two uh, things here though like you're so nice and oh you're a lot taller than i thought you would be <laughs> like i tell y'all i'm five seven like i'm not a tiny little person I just assume everyone lies online a little bit, you know? <laughs> so gotta be, you gotta be ready for anything online. This is true. That's, That's very why true. you shouldn't date from Twitter. It's horrible things. Uh, I haven't had too bad of experiences with that, but... <laughs> That's well, not- I was on Twitter back in 2012, so that was like <laughs> when the well was there. We used to have Twitter after dark. She got wild on Twitter. <laughs> Yeah, I heard Twitter used to be really fun and just different than, you know, it has been the last couple of years. Oh, yeah. That was definitely, like, a great time spend to be on Twitter before <laughs> everyone found it. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I guess another question to talk about is, you, you say you've, like, met these great people online. Um, do you think... Or do you have any advice for other people that want to make those great connections online as well? Yeah. Other than like just being yourself, because like I said, I'm gonna assume everyone's lying. So <laughs> Yeah, I say don't be an asshole. You know, like just because you disagree with something, it doesn't mean that everyone always cares about that, right? <laughs> so I would say like if you're gonna engage and interact with people, I would more so like contribute to that person's point in the conversation versus always trying to be like polarizing and argumentative. Um, you know, if you can help people accomplish or achieve some type of goal, that's always going to work also. And then don't assume that like, because someone has like, you know, an anime avatar or a low follower account that they're not somebody who can help you, um, you know, achieve things or do things. Cause a lot of, a lot of like the big guys that I've met, they don't have like a big social media following, right? Like it's pretty small and they're pretty low key, um, you know? So like don't judge a book by its cover. But on the other point, like I will say like, don't vouch for anyone or partner with anyone who like you haven't met in person, you haven't done video calls with. There's there's a lot of weird shit that goes on on Twitter, right? A lot of weirdos, a lot of people who like get off on doing weird shit. So, you know, like, I'd be careful and do your due diligence and don't rush into anything, you know, be patient and take your time and observe and let people show you who they are and how they move and they operate. I think that's advice for, like, anyone you deal with, really. Yeah. Um, damn. Yeah, you're right. I had to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, like, kind of close this off, quote unquote. Uh, talking about like getting into real estate, helping people in real estate, I guess, with their marketing. Am I correct? Marketing and systems. Um, sorry, repeat the question. So you're helping people in real estate with like marketing and like getting systems together. Um, not with their marketing. No. Um, you know, I was, I was helping my parents, but they like, we just need to meet in person and do their marketing plan together. It's, you know, more intense than I thought it would be. But um, as far as, like, scaling, I've been working with wholesalers to scale, um, you know, the operation side of their business. So 
you know, they get to a point where they can't cold call anymore. They can't do like all the, you know, visits and stuff. And so it's really like helping document those steps and train them on like a system and a platform and a tool to use. And then they hire their team and just, you know, basically hand off the system. Be like, this is what we need. Got you. So how, how did you get into that? Cause I mean, real estate's kind of a little far left from anything else you've yeah. done. Yeah, so uh, my ex actually, we're partners in this business venture and he's in real estate. He's a real estate investor. He does very well for himself. And he's like, I have this part, you have this part, like let's just make money together. And you know me, I'm always down to make some money together, right? <laughs> so he basically like, he, um, He'll send the leads my way. I'll have a conversation with them, send them a proposal if I think it's a fit and if they're ready. And then, you know, from there, we just make it happen. We make it work. So what do you mean by like ready? Like they have, I guess, a, a little system already going before like I mean, talking to you. They have to be making money wholesaling already, right? Like it, it, I sometimes get people who are like, oh, we're just getting started and we want to build our systems and hire a team. And I tell them, no, you need to go and do some wholesaling and get your first couple of deals so that you're aware of like the process and what's going on. You're familiar and you're educated with it, right? Like I'm not going to just build you a system and then you decide like in 30 days that you don't even want to do wholesaling anymore, right? So, um, you know, I want, and you know, like, I feel like just because you, someone's willing to pay you, it doesn't mean you're always supposed to take that money, right? So like, I just want to work with people where like, they've decided this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a business from this and I've already started. I've taken steps, you know, I'm doing this. So like, help me. I like that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's some solid like groundwork there. So it makes sense. Yeah. For sure. All right. See, I think I asked you like all of your pressing life questions. Oh, and because we mentioned like how we met, uh, we met at DEF CON. So what were you doing at DEF CON last year? <laughs> I was just experimenting and like getting into different parts of tech to understand like where I wanted to be, where I fit in, what I liked. Um, and I got like, I want a free ticket to Black Hat. And then I didn't even actually end up going to DEF CON. Um, I didn't go to like any of the events or anything. I was just wiped out. Um, but I did go, I think we, we, that party we went to was a DEF CON party. Yep. Yeah. So I went to the DEF CON party and I met up with Lou and then I met with you and I was like, all right, like these people are dope. They're cool. I haven't talked to Lou since then, to be honest. Just hey, Lou be popping on Instagram. He got like the fashion down with the tech. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, you know, I always think like, okay, maybe I was just supposed to go there, like to meet you for whatever reason. And like, you know, that's that, that's cool. But that's what I was doing at DEF CON. I was just trying to figure out like, do I like this shit? <laughs> Did it work? Like, I mean, I'm biased. I like hacking things for the wrong reasons, but <laughs> did you learn anything that would convince you to like be in hacking or what have you? I mean, I didn't necessarily do anything and I didn't really understand a lot of like the talks that I sat in on but I did realize that like it could it's not a complete no right it wasn't like oh absolutely not do I think I could like work in an office with um 
no one black being in that office? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had some weird experiences, you know, um, during that week, but, um, you know, I'm not like completely turned off from it or anything like that. You know, I just think like, all right, I could be interested in this. I'm going to definitely pursue it. And I just need to figure out what that looks like for me. That's fair. Um, let's see. Talked about marketing, talked about automation, real estate. Damn, I think I've like asked you all the things. Unless, <laughs> oh, well, you're not even by Silas, so it's pointless. Oh, man. Oh. Can't have a Silas interview. Darn. <laughs> yeah, not here. Um, so I guess any last minute advice uh, for people on any of these topics, life itself, I don't know choice is yours um stop being scared and stop bullshitting and just take action be consistent and you know be fearless and unapologetic about it you know everything you're dreaming about doing just get started and do it right stop looking for excuses about why shit won't work why you can't do it and look for every reason and possibility why you can I feel like you tell me that like once a month when I'm trying to bullshit <laughs> What's that for you? I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. It's probably like a more like, all right, just stop bullshitting version, but you know. <laughs> Let's see. My favorite question. Do you have a favorite backpack? I think you wear backpacks. Can't yeah, remember. I do wear backpacks. Um, I'm not, I wear backpacks just because like I have, my shoulders hurt really bad if I wear like a purse that's too heavy. Um, I need to find a favorite backpack. I ordered that like that purple one um, from Amazon that I showed you. It should have on. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> but I think nice I, to know. Yeah, it's I cute think, though. It, it is cute. It is cute. It's like a nice little airport bag, but it's not great for like a MacBook Pro and books and shit. Um, but I think my first time, like I had a backpack where I was like, damn, like this feels nice was um, one of the Herschel backpack bags. Like one of the bigger ones, it has like two compartments. Hmm. And it was when um, they were making the the hanging strap out of leather still. So like the leather's all peeled and stuff. But that was, that's one of, that was my first experience with the backpack where I was like, oh, this is comfortable. This is nice. Like I could get into this. I think that's before they did a design change because, yeah, they don't really do the leather anymore and yeah. the backpacks. Like, if you're not like a B or C cup, they're not that comfortable. Right. <laughs> right. Well, I'm a D and that one worked well, but I haven't gotten one since then, you know? But it's I'm due for, like, a nice one. Gotcha. Alright. Um, well, to wrap it up, you know, what are the socials, websites, uh, link well, link to course, I'll just put down below show notes, what have you. That, um, so on, I'm on Twitter, sometimes Instagram as nerd nomad mom. My website is learnwithari.com. And then my course, you can find it at learnwithari.com forward slash PM, like Paul Mary. Oh, shit. I forgot to ask. Why did you change your uh, Twitter handle? 
Oh, I just changed it because um, my it wasn't available on Instagram, and I wanted them to be the same, so it'd be easier to like find me and just for like brand cohesiveness. So I just I my it was originally Nerd Nomad Mom, um, so I just changed it back for that. Gotcha. All right. Well, uh, I think you have a bar to get to. I have a game system. Dude. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah thanks for being like the final guest of the season thanks for coming on answering all these questions about your life things you do thank you for asking me to be on here and for having me yeah so I guess that's it I'm sure I'll see you on Twitter in like two minutes yeah <laughs> alright everyone I hope you really enjoyed this um, I really enjoy talking to Ari all the time. Like I said, she gives really great advice. Her PM course, um, as of dropping this, I've been in it. It's amazing. She has guest people come in all the time to talk to you. I'd really sign up for it if you need something to do during this time. If you want to switch fields, uh, want to get more into project management, I think it's a really good course. And yeah, go check out her socials. Go check out the website. Um, stop inside. Uh, stop and say hi. Um, on social media, Instagram, or Twitter. And yeah, I will just see you all. Well, you'll hear me in another episode. And thanks for listening to this season. <laughs>